Hello and welcome to Small Batches with me, Adam Hawkins. I'm your guide to software delivery excellence. In each episode, I share a small batch of the theory and practices along the path. Topics include DevOps, Lean, continuous delivery, and conversations with industry leaders. Now, let's begin today's episode. Software delivery excellence requires a you-build-it-you-run-it mandate. Running it is crucial because software only provides value in production. Just building it is not enough. Running software in production provides ample feedback opportunities to learn from design choices, expected behavior, and systemic problems. All that learning may be used to improve future development activities. That right there is three ways of DevOps, flow, feedback, and learning. First, find flow of software to production. Second, collect feedback about the process. Third, experiment at improving both those activities. Engineers and teams often struggle with the run it portion of the mandate. Why? I think it's because running, also known as operating, is a different skill than building software. However, it is a skill like anything else. Anyone can learn it through coaching and practice on the Gemba. Deming tells us that practice means nothing without theory. Speaking of Deming, this is the last week to enter my giveaway for a free copy of John Willis's new book, Deming's Journey to Profound Knowledge. The giveaway ends February 29th. Go to smallbatches.fm slash 103 for details on how to enter. Okay, now let me channel a bit of Deming here. In this episode, I'll share the theory and practices behind understanding production operations. Let's begin by creating a common mental model for production operations. The aim is to provide working software to consumers in production. We can achieve that aim by working through a series of questions. The answers create a method for bringing systems under some level of operational control. Every system must have an aim. Our software has a simple aim, provide value to consumers in production. So this is the first question. What is the system supposed to do? Operators must be able to state how the software provides value to consumers and the intended behavior. If this question cannot be answered, that's like playing darts without the dartboard. You need a target. After establishing what the system is supposed to do, then ask the second question. How do we know this system is doing what it's supposed to be doing? Complex systems have multiple answers to this question. Answering this question requires empirical thinking. Your answers should include the phrase, as measured by. Here's an example. Consider a travel booking system. One answer to this question may be the number of completed bookings as measured by the total bookings with confirmed payments. Your answer should use language the consumer understands. Remember, the system's aim is to provide value to consumers in production. Frame your answers accordingly. The first two questions build a mental model of system operation. The next step is bringing that mental model into existence. Here's the third question. How do we instrument the system to measure what it's supposed to be doing? Now we're getting closer to the red work. Instrumenting means adding telemetry. Telemetry is typically logs, metrics, traces, and events. 
we need telemetry to understand what the system is doing at any point in time. Go and see if the system produces the telemetry to measure what you came up with in question two. If the telemetry is missing, then close the gap. Now you have a model of system operation and the signals to reconcile it. So here's the next question. How do we visualize the telemetry to know the system is doing what it's supposed to be doing? Answering this question requires visual management with charts and other indicators. The visual management must clearly communicate the intended behavior so there is a call to action when that's not happening. This may be a line chart with a colored horizontal marker for a threshold. If the measurement falls below the threshold, then there's a problem. Teams can use their visual management on an ad hoc daily or weekly cadence to go and see if the system is doing what it is supposed to be doing. The crucial bit here is that the system behavior must be visualized. Peter Drucker has a popular quote, What gets measured gets managed. We can send gigabytes of telemetry to our monitoring system but never look at it. That's measured, not managed, simply waste. So I prefer my version. What gets visualized gets managed. We're four questions into the cascade. So far, these questions have produced a mental model of system operations, the telemetry to reconcile it, and a manual visual management process to go and see if the system is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Time for the last question. How do we make it so we're told when the system stops doing what it's supposed to be doing? Control theory states that the control system must operate twice as fast as the underlying system. The production environment is changing multiple times a day. Relying on a manual visual management process on a daily basis is insufficient. Forget about weekly or even bi-weekly. Answering this question requires creating a 24-7 monitoring system that can page engineers when things stop working. Now I'm going to give you an acronym to internalize these questions and practice working through them. It's M-M-I-V-M. M is for model. Create a simplified visual model of the system, such as a block diagram with communication paths. Incorporate how consumers use the system. Here's how you can check your work. Can I quickly verbalize a diagram of what the system is supposed to be doing and how it's designed to another engineer? M is for measure. Ask yourself this question. How do I measure what the system is supposed to be doing? Consider the aggregate system and components in the diagram. Here's how you can check your work. I can state the system is working as measured by blank. The blank is typically one of the golden signals, latency, errors, traffic, and saturation. I is for instrument. Determine how the system produces the telemetry for your measurements. Typical sources are application logs, APM libraries, cloud provider telemetry, and custom metrics. This requires a go and see attitude to assess what's already instrumented in the system and what's not. Here's how you can check your work. I have a link to the source telemetry for each of my measurements or a plan to add it. V is for visualize. Visualize the telemetry from the previous step as time series charts. Proper visual management is a whole separate topic, so here are some quick tips. Leverage color. 
Use blue for traffic and red for errors. Use bar charts for counters. Use line charts for latencies. Design the charts to clearly communicate the presence or absence of expected behavior. Use text widgets for reading instructions. Check your work by evaluating each chart with this sentence. The system is working as measured by the behavior on the blank chart. Notice the expected behavior of blank. How well can you fill in those two blanks? The last M is for monitor. Use the charts from the visualize step to create 24 by 7 monitors. Monitors will tell you when the system stops working. However, not all monitors are created equal. Check your work before turning on these monitors. Ask yourself, do I want to wake up at 3 a.m. to fix this problem, or can it wait until tomorrow? Your answer to this question defines urgency. There are only two answers. Proceed accordingly. I've covered a lot in this episode, so let's stop here to recap. I shared an exercise for understanding production operations. It's MMIVM for Model, Measure, Instrument, Visualize, Monitor. This exercise acts as a visual management system for the work itself. Let me explain. I've seen engineers struggle because they're in monitor without doing the work in instrument. The same goes for engineers eagerly jumping into visualize without any understanding of the telemetry or the model behind it. The exercise acts as a way to move the work back to the appropriate step. Once the work is in the appropriate step, then the path forward is clear. Get to monitor. First, get to the point where you know the system is working. Next, be told when the system stops working. Then, you can start doing real continuous delivery. I challenge you to bring this exercise to your teams, especially those with little ops experience or fuzzy ownership. When they get stuck working through each step, then ask this question. What is the real challenge for you here? Start to develop their capabilities from there. Remember, M-M-I-V-M. Model, measure, instrument, visualize, monitor. All right, that's all for this batch. I've purposely used the phrase understanding production operations in this episode. This is one of the four pillars in my Small Batches Way study guide. Get the guide to develop your capabilities in modeling, instrumenting, visualizing, and monitoring systems. Get the guide and other helpful production operations links at smallbatches.fm slash 103. I hope to have you back again for the next episode. So until then, happy shipping.